0: One two murder murder
1: hello and welcome back to what do you think about books today we're going to be discussing crooked kingdom by leigh bardugo it's the second book in the six of crows duology evan what were your first thoughts
0: mm, matthias oh it's so sad it's really sad yeah I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's just... It, it, like, happened after the plot of... Like, it happened after everything was resolved and everything was going so great. And then Matthias was like, oh, I can change their minds and Nina and I are going to change their minds. Bang.
1: Um, I cried, Um, but I really thought it was a, a, actually a great addition to the story because it really shows that characters can misjudge other characters sometimes they can think they're going to do something but they aren't actually going to do that because he was very convinced that that person wouldn't actually shoot him but like it wasn't true like characters can't always be right and that was I think it was a nice lesson at the end
0: yeah and we do get to see more of Nina in King of Scars and Rule of Wolves so don't worry And we are going to be doing those next for the podcast. So, yeah. I think human error is a really important thing to put into books because, like, people make mistakes sometimes. It's not like, oh, I... It was because the bad guy foresaw my plan. It's like, oh, I actually didn't realize that this kid was not going to turn to my side. Like I thought I thought he was, but he wasn't.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. I'm I thought you know I like how Nina really was like sad, but towards the end when they were like all saying their goodbyes and they were like Nina, I don't know. She still she sounded kind of fine. But, like, oh, no, but like, no, no, I know it's just, like, the end of the book, so you have to do, like, all the goodbyes and, like, that. So, there's probably not a good way to do the proper goodbyes, but still make her really sad. It looks like Evan says that...
0: She is most definitely not
1: fine. Well, I, I know she's not going to be fine. But, um, and then another thing is Kaz, I feel like he got better, but I really want... I know he's just not that person, the person I want him to be, but, like he He got better, but he still kind of sucks yeah i I don't know.
0: I really like Kaz as a character. I wouldn't like Kaz as a person, but I really, really like Kaz as a character, like because he is uh, he would most definitely be a villain in another story, so okay. He's trying to get revenge on somebody who wronged him as a child, but he's ending up like doing a lot of the same things that that other person did to him. And it's like, that's a perfect villain plot. Like, she could have totally written him as a villain, but she didn't because that's not the story that she was writing. And I think that's really cool. But, yeah, Kaz is definitely a heck of a jerk. And I think Enish deserves better, personally, but...
1: So, at the end, when um her parents came, I, I really loved that. That was so awesome, and I think that made me get, like Kaz a little more, and... um. I, w- I was fine with the ending because of that. Because, like, we got that thing. We got to see how good cats could be to- for people that he really cares about. If he just lets himself love people and show weakness. <laughs> like, he could be a good person if he tried.
0: Yeah. I mean, all bad people could be good people if they tried. It's like
1: plot of every single kids movie the villain turns into the their best friend at the end oh yeah
0: so yeah kaz is kaz could be a good person but he's not so like he and inage is like the only person that he cares about like he cares about the rest of the crows kind of but like inage is the only person that he's willing he would be willing to do that for like he would, like, I don't think if, if like, I don't know, Muzzin, the guy who impersonated Matthias at Hellgate and got, like, two blinds and then died off screen, Um, I don't think Kaz would go and fetch his parents for him because, like, if his parents were hypothetically missing and he hadn't seen them in a billion years or which I don't think is his story. But anyway, I'm trying to make an analogy here. Rational side of my brain. Um <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I don't think he would do the same kind of thing for like Muzzin or any of the other members of the Dregs because that's that's not that's not the kind of person he is other than with like Inez and kind of with the crows. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, also, like, your your whole thing is... You're talking about this random person, but, like, if you want to make it even more... If you want to make a bigger point, you could say he wouldn't really do that for Jesper either. Like, he... He cares about Jesper, he thinks of him as an ally, someone he can pretty much trust, because he started trusting Jesper at the, again at the end there. Um, but I don't think he would do that. He wouldn't spend the money, spend, have all this time, dedicate all this time to trying to find Jesper's parents. Like He wouldn't do that.
0: But the thing is, he didn't actually dedicate a lot of time to helping Enid find her parents. It's like, he called in a favor from Sturmhond (laughs) Nikolai. (laughs) Um, He called in a favor from him and was like, hey, um, go find her parents. And then he did. And yeah. So he didn't actually spend that much time trying to do it, but it was like, that was the thing that Enish had been desperately hoping for, for like... I don't know, how old is Inej? 17? And she was taken from her home at 14. So, three years, that's a a—that's a pretty heckin' long time to be... Yeah. I would not want to be separated from my parents for that long. That sounds awful. Anyway.
1: Wylan, I... I just, I really liked him in the first book, but I like him even more. And <laughs> Evan is relieved. In the second book, I think he, um, Anaj is my favorite character, but, like, he's, he's, uh, close second. Um, so he, he just seems like this awesome person, and his character is amazing, and he's so smart, and, like, yeah. He's just really cool. And I, I knew the Jesper and Wyland thing would happen from the start, but just, like, when it did happen, it made me really happy. Oh,
0: yeah. And they're, they're so good together. I love that. They're my two favorite characters. So maybe even in the entire Grishaverse. Yeah. I really love that they got together. And... I agree with all of your points on Wyland. I think it's so awesome how he plays the flute, even though we don't get to see any scenes of him playing the flute. But I think that was, I think that was cool because if you don't know, I also play the flute. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, what else? Um, in terms of the show, I really hope Wyland is in the show, and I really hope they don't do a bad actor. Cause... And the same thing with Nikolai. I need a good actor because I will never forgive them, ever, if, like, <laughs> bad actor. Yeah, we need some good ones.
0: Yeah, I I hope. Well, I know Wylin is going to be in the show. I've heard some stuff on it, they were like, don't worry, Wylan's in the show, he's just not here yet, because he's not in the Crows haven't met him yet, which I guess is okay reasoning, but it's kind of flawed, because they hadn't really met Nina yet either, so... Eh. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but yes, I really hope they do get a good actor for Wylan, and also for Nikolai. Yeah. Sturmhund.
1: I was so happy when he made an appearance in the book. I was like, yes. Like, I I did not see it coming. And I never, I don't know how Kaz could have possibly figured that out. But, like, it's pretty cool.
0: I mean, Inesh almost figured it out. She was like, wait, he looks kind of like. He looks kind of like he'd be a king, but and
1: he acts like one.
0: Yeah, really. So, um, but that's silly and is not it's not true. It's, it's, it's yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I don't think I could have figured it out, but I think I don't. I have no doubts that Kaz could have figured it out because Kaz is Kaz. Anyway. So. I liked how Zoya and Jenya made an appearance in this book, kind of tie it to Shadow and Bone. Because, like, for people who read Shadow and Bone, they're like, oh, hey, another series of books in the same universe. And then there's, like, two mentioned as of Sanct- Sancta Alina in Six of Crows, and that's it. And. They're like, What? I thought there'd be more tie-ins, but I, I liked how oh yeah, and there's mentions of Zoya too. But I I liked how Zoya and Jenya actually made an appearance in this book and played a pivotal uh, <laughs> played a pivotal role in the plot. And so Yeah.
1: Wait, so did you read Shadow and Bone First or Six of Crows?
0: I actually read the Six of Crows duology first, before Shadow and Bone. And then I read it again, after I read Shadow and Bone. And then I read it again now.
1: Wait, so that means you knew something would happen to Genya when you read Shadow and Bone?
0: Yes, I did know something would happen to Genya, but I didn't know exactly what would happen. Like, I knew that she would get some scars. And then there's also a Grisha Triumvirate, which is like... That's cool. So the Darkling isn't in charge anymore. I wonder how that's gonna happen. And also, Alina is dead. What? what? It, it, like that? That was that was the weird thing for me actually. Like it even said deceased, Alina Starkov, deceased in the glossary of these books. So,
1: yeah, I did notice that, but well, everyone just thinks she's dead. Yeah. So that kind of. You must have been really confused. I didn't realize that.
0: <laughs> oh, I was so confused. I was the most confusedest. Um So, yeah, um Yeah.
1: Um does the uh King of Scars book take place after The Six of Crows?
0: Yes, Nina's in it and she Nina is one of the main characters, so I think it's Nikolai, Zoya, and Nina, and it has her dealing with a lot of the trauma after she had her boyfriend and like soulmate die. So yeah, is,
1: is oh wait, I really want to ask. We can okay, um, just one question, um, is Nico- Nikolai still broken heart? Is he still very sad about Alina?
0: Oh, I don't think so. He's got bigger problems to deal with in that book. i I don't think so. And plus, there's other things that happen that kind of like I'm I don't remember that. I think he's I'm pretty sure he's moved on by the time that that book takes place. Like a lot of stuff goes down in that book crazy
1: okay um so what else Mm. oh um i said this about the last book but i loved all the plans and the improvising and just i even more stuff went bad in this book because like they had to reinvent their like whole plan like five times and it was crazy and they like they kept having to switch things and do other things, and it was, it was crazy. And, um, in one of the things I actually didn't like that much was the whole, um, thing with the, the, the assassin person that was after Inej.
0: Oh, Yeah.
1: Um, so she, the first time she was... Inej was attacked, um, she, like, Inej was, like, barely a match for her, like, she could have defeated Inej immediately if it, w- uh, if it wasn't for, um, Nina, who came and scared her off, and then suddenly, the second time they fought, like, Inej got better, I mean, she probably learned from her mistakes before, but the assassin was obviously much like, better at fighting and had gotten better training. So, I don't quite understand how Inez was able to beat her.
0: Well, she probably wouldn't have beat her if not for, like, the padding she put in her jacket and all that kind of stuff. But, I don't know. It... Dunyasha wasn't used to somebody being so good like Inez. So, like, she's just used to being able to be like one two murder murder and she wasn't on her guard as much as she could be so like and in the first fight i think she was expecting a little bit more out of enish because of her reputation but then she was sorely not impressed and then Inez comes back more prepared and she's like, Oh, she'll I'll I'll be able to kill her easy and then she's not able to kill her easy and that messes her up and she dies. So yeah.
1: I, I still think it's kinda weird.
0: Eh, I don't know. I'm I mean that entire plot with her character it's like it's I'm not I'm like, I think it's just for Inez's character development. Like, Dunyasha's space in the book was, like, so- solely for Inez's character development. But I'm. It was really weird because we got no explanation from, like, what she actually was doing. And then, she, like,. She was... It it turned out that she was a Lansdorf pretender, and, like, I would have liked a little bit of resolution on, like, what her character was and her background. So I don't... I don't really... That that just felt really weird to me.
1: Yeah. I think her whole character is kind of fishy.
0: Yeah, I mean... I haven't read Rule of Wolves yet, so I don't know, but there's nothing, there's not even a mention of her in King of Scars. So, yeah. There might actually be a Six of Crows number three, like, way, 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 way in the future. Apparently, if the fandom stays as big as it is now, the author is gonna think about doing that. I don't know. It's weird. So i th- I thought we could I thought we could do a Six of Crows podcast safely now because it's gonna be a while before that happens. Do you have anything else you want to say?
1: Um, actually, yeah i I loved this whole series. I liked it better than Shadow and Bone, um, but I feel like the second book was pretty much a replica of the first book except it was a different plan they were still doing plans and stuff and had to do something but it was very similar they had like it was all the same characters it was they had to get some they were doing it to get money they um had i don't know they had to yeah it was just it was just too similar for me to enjoy it as much as i wish i could have i just like
0: yeah i feel like it's she was actually trying to follow a traditional like heist movie format and i'm pretty sure she did that for both books so it was like oh they're trying to do a heist on this person or this or the ice court i don't know like the Ice Court or Vanak and then they're making the plan and then they're executing the plan and then the plan goes horribly wrong and then they have to revise the plan and and then they get their stuff or their money. So Yeah. And something might go wrong along the way, like I don't know, um Matthias dying maybe like that's pretty wrong that's that's like that's not good I don't like that I mean I I think it was the right decision for the plot of the series but
1: (laughs) someone had to die
0: yeah but
1: they were all supposed to survive
0: Anyway, so do you want to do ratings and predictions, or is there anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: You went into a little Moira Rose there for a second. I
0: did? <laughs> yeah. Talk about. Talk about. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> yes, I'm ready.
0: Okay. All right let's do ratings and predictions. I'm going to give this book a nine point five out of ten because it was really great. I I really I really liked it. It wasn't my favorite book of all time, but all three of these books were definitely much better than the Shadow and Bone trilogy. It really shows her growth as an author. And yeah. I mean, I like the Shadow and Bone trilogy too. Don't get me wrong, but these were so much better. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. What do you have to say? Um,
1: an eight point five because it was really great. Just I didn't like the repetitive part of it. I I know there's probably not much you could have done about that, but maybe just something a little different would have been nice.
0: Yeah. Um. I. Actually. I've read King of Scars. So. You do predictions.
1: Um. Well. I'm guessing. There's. There's bad stuff going on in Ravka. There's not a lot of Grisha right now. And. There's going to be a lot of war talk going on. And. Um. There'll probably be some attacks in the story, and, um, maybe, um, hmm, will, um, maybe Nikolai will fall in love, and then, (laughs) um, I will, I'm just... I hope I really want to get some perspective from Zoya (laughs) because I know she's like a as like a villain in the um, Shadow and Bone trilogy, and I really want to know how she is now. We only got a little bit of her in the Six of Crows, so I'm excited for her to maybe have some perspective.
0: Yeah, I do like Zoya's point of view, the those... I like I like Zoya's point of view and Nikolai's point of view, and then there's also Nina's point of view, and it's just so sad because she's grieving with Tyus. I probably shouldn't give too much away, but yeah.
1: So is it like Katniss, but like <laughs> <laughs> you get some like breaks because there's other people's perspectives?
0: Exactly, and that's why I never finished the Hunger Games end the podcast. Okay, yeah, bye. Um, we're gonna read King of Scars next, if that wasn't really obvious. Um, it's And it's technically a new series, but it's really a continuation of both The Shadow and Bone and The Six of Crows things. So, yeah.
1: And You're absolutely positive it's only two books.
0: I am absolutely 100% positive. She is on record saying that Rule of Wolves is a "Quote unquote," Grisha verse grand finale. That's sad. Yeah, it really is. But I mean, we might get we might get a six of crows three later. But then, but she said she'd hurt the characters if she did that. So, like, what? Yeah. What? Okay. Anyway. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.